You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey there, Screen Beans. Have you heard about Screen Snark? Rachel, this is an ad break. They aren't Screen Beans until they listen to the show. Fine. Potential Screen Beans. You like movies and TV shows, right? I mean, who doesn't? Screen Snark is a casual conversation about the movies and television shows that are shaping us as we live our everyday lives. That's right, Matt. We have a chat with at least one incredible guest every episode, hailing from all walks. We've interviewed chefs, writers, costumers, musicians, yoga teachers, comedians, burlesque dancers, folks in the film and TV industry, and more. We'd be delighted for you to join us every other Monday on the Certain POV Podcast Network. Or wherever you get your podcasts, fresh and tasty off the presses. What? what? That's... No, that's not... Can I call them Screen Beans now? Fine. Screen Beans! So tune in and we'll see you at the movies or on a couch somewhere. Because you're a whole Screen Beans now. On tonight's episode of Hey Mitch, I have the second half to the Real Movie Critic versus the Cineguy podcast. I have Stephen Angulo. How? How are you, Stephen? Hello, Mitch. Thank you so much for having me. And you mean better half, right? I do, obviously. Yes. Uh, you hear that haunt? Even Mitch confirms it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're just going to start a little riff and I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah, I was on your guys' show, what was that, two months ago when we did, um, uh, what movie was it? I think it was uh, Cruella and A Quiet Place Part 2. That's right. Yeah, Cruella and A Quiet Place Part 2. And yes. that was quite the experience, quite it the was. experience to be on your show. And and uh, I, as I understand it, maybe a, lo- a lot to thank to you uh, for having such the experience with all the skit writing and, and impressions <laughs> yeah yeah i'm more i'm like the creative consultant on the show like every episode like different like narrative that i come up with and it's just a crazy adventure that i drag cons into it just makes each episode <laughs> unique so it's not just two guys talking in, in a podcast i mean that that is definitely unique and it's definitely fun uh so yeah i mean let's let's talk about that i got to hear han's side of the story now what's your origin story story going into podcasting Ooh, so at first I gave YouTube like a shot when I was in high school. They were most like, you know, typical like vlogs, talk about funny stuff and everything. And then once I reached college, kind of stopped thinking, eh, this, I don't want to do this anymore. It wasn't until my senior year when I started dorming for the first time when there was an opening for a radio show. It was my college radio called Scar Radio. And my best friend was like one of the work, one of the, the people like in charge of the, of the radio. 
over there. So he asked mm-hmm. me, hey, you should do a show. We have openings. All right. So the Cine guy was born. We reviewed a new movie each week. And it was just, you know, a crazy little adventure that we went on. And it was a lot of fun to, to discuss movies. And it kind of like trans like kept going once after I graduated. So I went from SoundCloud to then YouTube. And then next thing you know, I get a call from Hans like, hey, I got a podcast. Come along. So I guest started in, in one episode with him and Addie Thomas, our producer. Mm-hmm. And then next, then next thing you know, they're like, Stephen, we want you to be the co-host for for this new show. Back then, it was called The R- Real Movie News and Reviews. I'm like, really? And <laughs> next thing you know, the Santa guy was, has, I guess, reborn because it was already born for uh, almost a year now. So, I mean, between YouTube, Spotify, and then uh, uh, podcasting, like, which one, like, gave you the most trouble? Ooh, I guess uh, so. It was actually SoundCloud, and the thing thing with SoundCloud is they only gave oh, you SoundCloud, like SoundCloud, not Spotify. Yeah, it was SoundCloud. Sorry. Thing with Sound, thing with that is that it only gives you like a few like uh, like storage space that's for free. And I'm thinking like, okay, I have like four episodes down. I don't want to pay, so let me just go to YouTube so I can save my money because I'm a, I'm you know I'm a I'm like a recent college student. It's been like two years since I've been in school. I'm uh-huh. not made a dough. I'm still paying loans. <laughs> And so, so it was just the fact that uh, SoundCloud was the, you know, you only got so much for free. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you know, when you started out podcasting or even when you started out YouTube, like, did you get, did you have nerves? Did you get nervous when you were, you know, starting out? Oh, yeah. So funny thing with the radio show in college, my very first episode was super unorganized. It was like, <laughs> okay. I just I finished cutting all my plot points. I I still have like ten minutes left. What do I do now? So it's kind of like next thing you know, I'm just dragging. I'm repeating things, and oh my gosh, even like uh, the introduction was terrible. So back then, which came to YouTube, it, I would say hello, movie people, welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Back then, I said hello, Gordon Knights, as if <laughs> the school is the only people listening to the show. No, it's actually can be broadcast to a website for anyone to hear. So Gordon Knights, people are like I'm not from Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that also when the synagogue was born in 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 college yeah that's when the synagogue was born so why come up with that name why 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 go with the cinema side instead of the movie side Ooh, i'm actually not sure i guess like it was a whole play for words because back then when i first started youtube in high school i was called director man that's because okay. everybody in my school knew I wanted to be a film director. So like, oh, director man, you know, want you want to do movies, it fits. And that's that was my nickname in high school. Director man, director man. You you read my you see my yearbook messages. Go 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 with director man. Have fun in college, director man. I was director man for like a, like two years now. <laughs> and then I, then I decided, you know what, I don't want to be director man anymore. I retired the name. And then next thing you know, Cine guy was born in college. <laughs> well i mean obviously with the the podcast the way that you have it structured and all, you, all the stuff that you write out like is it is should it be more of writer guy now instead of director man <laughs> it should be like uh mentally unstable man because my gosh the stuff we come up with in each show is just it, it, it just gets, it goes into chaos pretty much <laughs> like when me and hans us together is like that's too much power for one for one show to have we just go off the rails and next thing you know, it just makes like amazing, like fun, funny content and it just makes a good show. 
So how long have you been doing the podcast now? So when they first brought me in as a guest, that was in 2019 to discuss Toy Story 4. Okay. And I guess I, I, I managed to get like the whole like gist of it, of just me and Hans, because we had audio troubles when it was just me, Hans, and Addy. Mm-hmm. So they they said, okay, let's redo, but this time it's just going to be you and Hans. So it's kind of like a taste of like, okay, what's to come as time progresses. And yeah, so now look at us now. We, we've we been podcasting for almost like two years, two and a half years now. Well, on my end, Hans is almost like three. And it's just been so much fun, an amazing experience. Have you always done it like uh, over the computer, over the internet? Or did you guys used to record in person? I know Hans is no longer like close to you vicinity wise yes i think we recorded in person once that was when hans came back home to like visit his parents yeah we went to go see a movie and then we came back to his place to discuss it and record the show but other than that it's mostly been like over in over the internet like via skype or zoom and now we're doing a uh, google meet mm-hmm. so yeah basically Either way is fine. It works out. Even the times when he was here during the summer, it was like, oh, you know, his house is really noisy because, you know, his his brothers are with his kids. So it's like maybe it's best we do it separately. That way we can at least like have some organization with the shows. Okay. Well, this, I mean, obviously it worked out well for pandemic wise also. Like everything was doing virtual and over the Internet. So you guys were already ready to do that. Oh, yeah. That pandemic was something else. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Hans told you about uh, Corona Classics, right? Yes, he, he did mention that. Yeah, so no. you were you were well, I assume by the time. So at the time when you couldn't go see movies in the theater, you were going over classic movies. Yeah, for sure. It was like, you know, uh, there's some new movies coming out like, you know, on demand rentals or streaming on Netflix or like cool on everything. So we thought. Let's make some themes, you know. Let's each each day we'll have like a, a different theme, and we'll discuss the movies. And I guess the, I think the most fun we ever had was making the promos for each episode. <laughs> it, it was just like you know, filming ourselves having little sketches and everything. Uh, my favorite ones were like we started lip syncing and dance to uh, Usher's "Yeah." Shorty got down, trying to get me, and then it just progressed when we have guests. Like I think. Uh, our good buddy Pat Edwards, who's who who co-hosts the show, let's rewatch on certain POV. We we made the sketch make it seem like he was an alien, and next you know he starts talking gibberish, and we were like terrified. Oh my gosh, what do we have, what have we done? <laughs> so yeah, each promo was a lot of fun to make. And now you just incorporate all that fun into the actual show, indeed, with your indeed. spoiler elevator and your guests that always. Even- enter in the show <laughs> yeah the, my horrible impressions oh my gosh <laughs> that's my mark on the show it's just me doing the voices <laughs> penny <laughs> go back to the show this is the wrong network sorry about that <laughs> my god they follow uh, me everywhere they do I, and it's understandable quite understandable um so wh- how is it that you went about or still go about picking your movies are there any movies that you particularly don't do any type of movies horror straight up terror no hans horror I, movies no hans and i are not big horror movie fans because you know i i for one hate jump scares like i don't want something coming at my face and making me flinch no i don't like that that's why i don't, <laughs> I don't like going on roller coaster i don't like that pressure on my chest you know it's like uh, pushing it i call it like a really bad chestgasm like i don't know i don't want that nobody wants that no <laughs> but so, i guess the, so that go ahead 
Oh, sorry, sorry. It depends on the movie, though. Like, we did review the recent Candyman movie that we just straight up a horror film. But I guess it's, it depends on the on the the movie and the story. If we know it's not, you know, dedicated like jump scares, like the, like the Conjuring, then we might give it a check out. Like when we saw a Quiet Place Part Two, that's technically classified as horror, but to us, it's more like a thriller because it's not like in your face scares, pretty much. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. I was like, "How did you do with Candyman?" Which I know you did recently, and in Quiet Place too, when when we did together. So, what was the what was your overall review of uh, Candyman? Oh, it was phenomenal. It he had thing. Okay, this is something I haven't told Hans, but he's gonna find out right now. Mitch, <laughs> you're the first person to hear this, and anyone tuning into the episode, exclusive I, right here, exclusive. Yes, I actually got to the theater late for Candyman. Because <laughs> I was coming him in from work, and I, I work in Boston. I had to go all the way to Somerville to uh, the place called Assembly Row, and there's the AMC. That's where I got my ticket from. And I was almost like ten minutes late, but I'm there like you know it's a horror film. I'm I'm in no rush. But then as the as I'm watching the movie and I progress, I'm like, oh man, why? What did I miss? <laughs> I <laughs> oh man. So, Usually yeah. the first ten minutes of a horror movie is the first kill, right? Well, actually, no. I was still there for the first kill. I think it was more like the opening credits, and then like I guess like one scene that I missed. Oh, but I still got the general idea of the story, like what was happening. Had you watched some of the original Candyman movies? Only the first one, and that okay. was during the pandemic. It was on Netflix. Uh, check it out. It wasn't a straight up horror, like in your face slasher movie, uh-huh. but it was entertaining. I'll give it that. I mean, Tony Todd has the best like horror monster voice. Be my victim. It's just perfect. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty good. That was really good right there. Oh, thank you. I did a spoiler with that one. All I do was throw <laughs> with the female guest. Yeah, I made I, I made Candyman a horn dog on our show. So I, I mean, I feel like you shouldn't be tempting the fates that way, but okay. You do you. <laughs> I've done worse on this show with my impressions. So uh so then how does how does the the new one, and I don't I don't know if remake is the best way to put it, but how's it uh hold up to the original i'd say it's a a spiritual sequel for sure okay since like the main character is technically like the baby from the first movie okay and it's all about legacy you know it, this movie like really like lived up to its name if and most it didn't focus on, like jump scares and all that stuff for terror and, and most like atmosphere and like cinematography which was beautifully filmed and directed wow nieta costa i salute you for making this movie uh like what is the the best movie that you've seen this year so far and got to review that i have to review that you got to review oh that i got to review Ooh, we've had a lot of like hits or misses because you know movies kept getting pushed back and everything Mm -hmm. but i guess the last extremely good one that got like over a nine on my rating scale was in the heights oh wow okay yes i love music I love I musicals. Say, are you a big musical fan? I'm a huge musical fan. Oh my gosh, Mitch. If you were here right now, I will show you my uh, album full of like signed playbills and cast members that I took pictures with at meeting at the stage doors. I've seen so many tours that come to Boston. And I cannot wait to see more when theaters uh, the theaters open up again to see like a live show. <laughs> cool. Very cool. What do you do to like get your mind ready for for what you're going to be doing in your podcast because you do have a lot of like skits and voices and stuff like that like what do you prep how do you prep yourself alcohol 
plenty of drugs. Really? Lots no, I can't, of them? kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> Hans and I, we don't drink and we don't do any of that stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, basically, we just we simply like outline what we're gonna discuss. Like, okay, talk about this trailer, talk about this form of movie news, then jump into this review section and all like the skits and everything. Well, back when we did like a narrative, so I my idea for twenty twenty one was to do like a narrative in which we had to like face face off, an, I guess, an antagonist, and uh, we we just released a special episode called the Final Battle where we fight off with the antagonist, kind of like an end game type parody. And so if we just recently released this, a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I had a blast editing, editing it. And so, yeah, basically, like, each story I plan ahead of time. Like, Mitch, when you came in the show and we were doing freestyling, I wrote all the raps, like, a week a week before. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but overall, like, most of the chaos and the funny stuff is, like, it's mostly like improvised. It just happens on, on, on the go. And we welcome it entirely. It, so writing those raps, is that a thing that you – you do in your spare time do you write raps is is rap music your your go-to no i cannot rap for my life as you can tell from when you, when you came on the show now that was just you know to fit the narrative and uh fit the storyline pretty much like whatever like fits the story then i will get to work on that even if, it, if even if it means writing a freestyle rap and it wasn't just one you you had to write quite a few freestyle raps i mean you had the three of us plus the Oompa Loompas the right. Yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah, for sure. Well, like I said, if it fits the narrative, then I'll get to work on it, no matter how complicated it can be. <laughs> uh, what's the worst movie that you've had to review this year? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I actually have a list of top 10 horrible films we have to discuss. Oh, yeah? Oh, I'll say that for the show. But, like, I guess recently a movie that just really disappointed me and I... I was surprised because it has an all-star cast. It was the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds in it. <laughs> like, the first Hitman movie I actually enjoyed was a lot of fun seeing the chemistry between Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds, but this one, the second was just so stupid. It was not <laughs> funny. It was such a waste of these actors. Oh my gosh, Hans, listen to this. He's gonna, he's gonna be like, Steven, stop hating on the film. Like, no, this movie was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> well, that's a little preview for the Top worst movies of the year, then top ten worst movies of twenty twenty one. That that's that might come out like next year, like early early winter, like maybe January or February. <laughs> we try uh, to say that for like during a war season. That's fair. That's fair. Just a little little counter programming for there for people. For sure. What other what other pod? Do you listen to other podcasts? Uh, occasionally, especially most like um. I do like to show support for our fellow uh, podcasters in our network, SternPOV.com. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, recently, Hans and I guest are in an episode of another Paths of Case Aiken, in which we discussed we discussed the 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 nineties movie Godzilla, which was horrible. When I rewatched it as an adult, and I liked it as a kid because you know, yay Godzilla! But then as, <laughs> as an adult, you're like, wow, this was bad. What was I thinking <laughs> as a child? Like, the humor is terrible. The acting is like ridiculous and. My gosh, the alleged sexism is like all over the place too. <laughs> and what kind of Godzilla design was that? My gosh, he had like a yeah. ho- he, had, he had a horrible back. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's a, another another pass I've been on a few times, and that's a that's a lot of fun. So indeed. Uh, well, then what do you? Where did you get your? Did you when you came up with your format for your show? Like, how did you, I mean, it is, it's pretty original as I've, I've come to say already, but like, did you model yourself off of anything else? 
Hmm. So when I first came in, it was called the Real, Real Movie News and Reviews. And all we did, all we did was just test, discuss like pretty much like the same form we follow now. But almost like, uh, okay, movie news, trailers, and then we take a break. And then we just, actually, there, were, there was no break beforehand. It was just movies, news, movie news, trailers, and then movies. And then that was it. But then, like, as it progressed, our producer, Addie Thomas, they just suggested, let's make it more about, like, since you guys, like, antagonizing each other, let's make it more, like, about verses. Like, mm-hmm. Real Movie versus the Senate guy. And so that kind of expanded the show by adding a versus section where Hans and I would go head-to-head on, like, something movie-related. Like, a top five list or answering, like, movie questions, testing, testing our knowledge, or, you know, giving, like, predictions on, like, what's a common, like, different franchises. And next thing you know, our show went from like less than an hour to like almost an hour and a half. So we would take like a break and put like a little ad for a different show and then move on to the movie to the movie reviews. Okay. So yeah, you pretty much kept uh, the same thing, but now you've added in your your fun. Uh what is it what what is it that you'd like to see happen with the podcast? Uh get paid. that's the ultimate goal right that's the ultimate goal yes i mean it's a lot of fun because the best thing about this podcast is that i get to use uh, utilize my creative side especially with the narratives and the skits like this 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 allowed me to show people like i you know how i am as a creator when it comes to visual storytelling because i majored in communication with a film with a film concentration and i'm not making any movies at the moment so this podcast like my way of like you know showing my skill for storytelling and that I have like a creative mind as well. Now, uh, Hans talked about it last week, and then you mentioned a little bit before. But you, you two knew each other before uh, starting to podcast with each other. What's what's the origin story to that? What, how did your friendship start? Uh, so Hans and I went to the same church together, and our parents did know each other, and I was I was cool with his parents too. And yeah, he was the youth director, and he was the coolest dude alive, pretty much. Like, I think the first movie we saw together was that Russell Crowe Noah movie that we took oh. some, like, we took our our fathers and some elders, and that was a mistake, taking church elders to that, to a, that fake biblical epic. <laughs> we were like, why is Noah trying to kill his grandchildren? That is, did I miss that in the book of Genesis? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of started the whole, like, uh, you know. Our whole movie adventure right there. Next, you know, we're watching the fifth Mission Impossible movie together. We're discussing movies like, hey, have you seen this one recently? Oh, uh, are you going to see this one? I cannot wait for this one that's, that's going to come out. Cool. Very cool. And just blossomed from there. Indeed, indeed. So You can never get rid of me. I'm like a horrible <laughs> zit that will not go away. <laughs> Hans keeps popping, but I keep growing like, what's up, Hans? There's more. I got more pus. <laughs> Just strike you down and come back stronger, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> Hans, you listening? You're never going to get rid of me. Forever and ever. We're like Jay and Simon Bob. He's my heterosexual life partner. There you go. <laughs> That's the way to do it. He hates when I say that. <laughs> when uh, Before we started recording, you had mentioned that you went to this weekend, you went to a Comic-Con or you went to a comic convention. I yes. don't need San Diego coming after me. So... Uh, I wish I went to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> which, which con did you go to? So this weekend I went to Fan Expo Boston. It's like the Boston Comic Con here in the city. And my gosh, this I think this is my either sixth or seventh Comic Con that I've been to. 
and it was a blast. I got to meet Kevin Conroy, the real Batman. Mm-hmm. It was he was a cool dude. I mean, I told him like you know, well, thing is, I didn't really speak to him that much because the guy in front of me kind of stole, kind of like stole every word, every word I had to say. My gosh, the dude in front of me. I was waiting for my turn to get a picture with Kevin, and this guy just went out. He's like. Oh, Kevin Conroe, I worship you. You are Batman. I will die for you. I will kill anybody who says you are not Batman. I'm just there like, wow, okay, dude. And then, <laughs> then comes me like, uh, hi, thanks for my childhood. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And also, I got to meet Robert Patrick, the T-1000. Nice. He was super cool. I thought, let me talk about you know Terminator, his new movie, the protege with him. But no, uh-huh. you know we spend the most of the majority talking about? What? My leather jacket. He loved it so much. He was like, where'd you get that jacket, bro? I love it. Where'd you get it? I'm like, oh, I got it for Christmas. I think Macy's. Oh, Le- Levi's. I have Le- so many, Le- but not that one. I want it. <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah, super cool dude. He fist bumped me. And oh, man, it's Robert Patrick. You know, you got to love him. Yeah. No, he, who doesn't love the T-1000? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no blade stuck stuck in me. So we're good. There you go. I think the jacket saved me right there. <laughs> I mean, but he might go and replicate you somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If, if he does, then I'll give him the jacket myself. Like, oh, you look great. You can have him, my, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I haven't actually gone to a con since uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, what was it like? What's what's what was that experience? Ooh. So the first one I went to this year was Terrific Con in Connecticut, and. It felt like an ordinary con, you know, masks were optional, especially if you're vaccinated. And yeah, I met I met some actors, I took a picture with the cosplayers, I bought some artwork and everything. And yeah, it felt it felt like a regular con. Now, as for Boston, that was more stricter because masks were re- mandatory. Everybody wore a mask. As for the actors, like you want to take a picture with a celebrity, they will take it off, but then put it right back. And as for, I, I like to meet comic creators as well and get them to sign my comic books and my, and my merchandise. Every picture I took with them was masked. So I met like uh, Pat Barderick, Keith Williams, Jason Badauer. They were all masked. And let me just say, Jason Badauer, he wrote the, a new uh, Harley Quinn and Joker co- graphic novel called Harley and Joker Criminal Insanity. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Dude, his pitch to me is the reason why I bought the book. Nice. Apparently it's the Apparently, it's the most realist Joker uh, graphic novel ever made. It may, according to, it makes the Joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix look like nothing, pretty much. Because <laughs> this book was actually reviewed by an actual psychologist who gave each like Batman villain like an actual like cr- like uh, a criminal examination. Uh-huh. So this is real. I cannot wait to finish reading it. Very cool. Very cool. So, uh, it, as a comic book reader, what's on your pull list every Wednesday? Ooh, every Wednesday? Or Tuesday and Wednesday? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Ooh. Well, I I enjoy comics for sure. Like at comic at Boston Comic Con. Oh my gosh. I went all out with my haul. Like, not only did I buy that graphic novel, I also bought this graphic novel because like the art was really, really nice to me. It I couldn't hear it's about like a basically it's, it's like a the look of like a a young female high school student whose dad is a superhero. So it's kind of like, you know, the whole like uh, a father and offspring when it comes to superheroes. Mm-hmm. And then I've just bought like a bunch of like $1 comic books. Well, in this case, it was th- buy 30 for $25. And 
my gosh, my tote bag. It was arm day for me that day because that was heavy. <laughs> wow. is a lot of comic books. Pat Edwards would be very proud of you. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. <laughs> uh, what's, do you have a, do you have a go-to character? Like comic book character? Batman. Batman? It's hands down Batman. He's like, because you know Batman. He has no power. He's just like a rich boy with a, you know, with a, with a Halloween costume. But he's just so cool. Like he is. I mean, that's why I was more excited to meet uh, Kevin Conroy than I was to meet George Newman, Newton, George Newburn at uh, Terrific Con, and he's the voice of Superman in Justice League, the Justice yep. League cartoon. But yeah, George Newman, like, hey, cool, Superman, you're my childhood. Then Kevin Conroy, Batman, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so then what are what are some of your fandoms? What are what are some of the things that you uh, you you fa- you geek out about other than kevin conroy oh ever since i was like two hands down star wars yes i saw the original trilogy on vhs my father i've seen every prequel movie in theaters and i enjoyed every one of them even phantom menace so come at me phantom Man- phantom menace <laughs> and then i also saw the sequels in theaters as well which i actually took my father to see them all cuz he's the one who introduced me to star wars so you know what dad come on let's go let's go watch the continuation uh, i apologize for rise of skywalker i don't know what they were thinking with that one <laughs> <laughs> what about what about now that you know with disney plus we have all the extensions expansions dlc essentially of all these uh <laughs> of star wars now are you are you into uh the expanding story yeah for sure like i'm a i'm a big clone wars fan i think dave filoni is like he's pretty much like the next george lucas incarnate like this guy is the next like next the next guy to take on star wars next to john favreau i love the mandalorian i enjoyed the bad batch was like a great content continuation of clone wars it's just a perfect way to expand the the story and the universe and give us new characters to love because without clone wars i would not appreciate the clone troopers that much i just saw them as like oh clones who became the stormtroopers later on but now i'm like oh you gotta appreciate rex fives the bad batch cody they're just all awesome all right so then what's the collection look like now if you're a fandom you're in a fandom like i know you got uh some collectibles what's your star wars collectibles oh so my star wars collectibles kind of like died down when i grew up because i don't know what happened to all of them i had like an abundance of a star wars you know the little star wars action figures that are four inches Mm -hmm. star wars action figures i had a ton of them i always like play like fake battles with my cousin everything and I don't know what happened to all of them. They just disappeared. The only ones that survived were Boss Nass, Darth Vader, and Yoda, and Jar Jar. Every, everybody else, like, where's my Obi-Wan? Where's Mace? Wait, what happened to little Jake Lloyd Anakin? <laughs> so, yeah, but other than that, I mean, I guess, like, with fandoms, I'm mostly big on, like, comic books, like, Marvel and DC, like, my comic collection. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where I'm gonna put those thirty those thirty books that I got from Comic Con because I have no space on my shelf left at all. <laughs> it's all like DC and Marvel comics. I got like a bunch of graphic novels as well, and another another comic book uh, franchise that I also enjoyed growing up was the Archie comics. Oh, nice! Yes, which is why I hate that Riverdale show with passion. That is not Archie. <laughs> what? He is a clumpy teenager having everyday teenager problems. He's not having sex with his teacher. What is that abomination on TV? 
I will. I want to. I, I will find the co- the showrunners for Riverdale and punch him in the face personally. I mean, the showrunner for Riverdale is also one of the writers for the comic book. Like the comic well, the shame on him. He needs to be fired. He needs to be burned at the stake. That <laughs> show is an abomination. Damn you, CW. Uh, you know they got they got to change it up to for the melodrama on the on the television. So my gosh, <laughs> everything is sexualized nowadays. It's just so stupid. Went to the went to that live action Powerpuff Girls shows comes out. I don't know if that's ever going to come out. They've had so many uh, issues with it and starts and stop. And now Chloe Bennett's left the show. Like <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Tamla, did you read the leak the leak scripts? I did not. Did you? Oh my gosh, it sounded awful. <laughs> it was it was like bubbles we'll stop posting to your instagram like that's not the powerpuff girls <laughs> it was just so stupid and then something about like ghosting men like i don't know what they were thinking it was just ridiculous nah, they were know, gonna kill, they so. were gonna kill a lot of childhoods if they released that show <laughs> melodrama for television it makes sense uh, so then talking to television what you know what are the shows that you love to binge what do you watch what are you what are you watching regularly uh, so I'm a huge, I love the comic book shows, including the CW ones, like The okay. Flash, The Arrowverse. I've seen a lot of them. I finished Arrowverse. I'm still on the new, the recent season of the, of the Flash and Supergirl. I'm trying to finish up Black Lightning, which I have no idea why they canceled that immediately. That could have gone for like at least two more seasons, mm-hmm. but you know how people can be. So there's that. Also, like the Mar- the Disney Plus shows of Marvel, like Loki, WandaVision. Those were a lot of fun to discuss in the show. So did Hans mention our little side show called Sparring Screens? He did not. Uh, so it's kind of like the it's kind of like our t- us taking a break from the movies to discuss TV shows that had to do with the movies. Like we've done like the Marvel shows. We did the Mighty Ducks TV show that had to do with the original sh- movies. And yeah, we're gonna we also did the Bad Batch. Since it ties in with the Star Wars universe. So it's a lot of fun watching those TV shows. And other than that, uh, I'm more of like a sick, like a funny show type of guy. I start, I started watching the new, the new season of uh, Broken Nine-Nine, which I cannot believe is the final one because I love that show. So do I. Yes, indeed. And uh, wh- I'm, 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 I'm in episode two right now of season eight. And what's unique about the season is that they, they had to switch switch it up at the last minute to make it fit with the whole like, you know, political climate of, with like BLM and like, you know, police brutality and everything. And let me say that first episode was a perfect representation of what was going on in today's in today's times. Yeah, no, the, the season so far has been quite the departure from the regular show uh, dealing with the real life world crisis or uh, issues. So Indeed. it's 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 interesting, and it's going to be an interesting last season. Um, yeah, uh, with the whole sparring screens, that sounds it sounds amazing because you're going to have a lot of material. It looks like everybody's kind of working towards having TV shows and movies integrate with each other more often than not now, especially the stuff on Disney Plus. So for sure, for sure, like we can't wait for like the upcoming shows like Hawkeye. I, I, we heard the Pixar was going to make a Big Hero Six TV show that we cannot wait to, to watch and discuss. And now, if I could just get someone to discuss that Turner and Hooch TV show, even though it's getting a bad, a bad rep in our Discord network, they're all like, <laughs> what have they done to that classic Tom Hanks movie? <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that one. I'm still, I am watching that show, so we'll see if anyone's like taking the, is like taking the fall with me, so we can talk about it on, on an episode. Yeah, we have to find out. Um, and then you know you got Peacemaker coming out, which is going to tie in directly to the Suicide Squad. What did you think yes. of the Suicide Squad? 
it was actually a lot of fun. It was just pure James Gunn craziness. I mean, I'll admit the um the humor. I only laughed at a few bits because you know I found some funny because it was the typical like you know awkward humor like in your face, kind of like oh that just happened. Oh, he died. Oh, okay. And it was also really bloody, but it's it's, a, it's just a big bloody gory, fun spectacular, pretty much. It's <laughs> like a it's like a whole derivative from the previous DC movies. And you know what? At this point, we don't know what's going on with the universe, so we welcome it. Anything goes to make a, a fun comic book movie. That's right. Yeah, and that's exactly how I felt. I was like, I wouldn't say it's the best movie, but it was definitely fun. It was fun all the way through. Uh, I enjoyed myself. Indeed, indeed. What's the thing that you enjoy or geek out about that people wouldn't suspect? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, everybody knows that I'm a big nerd and everything. Like, I pretty much told the whole world, I'm going to Comic-Con. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Steven's a nerd. We know. <laughs> I told people, like, I love Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not sure. I guess, like, something that's, I guess, pretty obvious. Like, I enjoy the classic Cartoon Network shows. Oh, I played the classic shows from my childhood, pretty much. Like, to me, like, the new shows, like Steven Universe, Loud House, they're not my thing. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I, I like the class. I like Johnny Bravo, Ed, Ed and Eddie, Cow and Chicken, the fun, Fairly Odd Parents, the, spon- the original SpongeBob's. It's just, you know, fun and nostalgic. That's why I, I despise that Camp Coral spinoff show on Paramount Plus because it completely, it completely contradicts everything from SpongeBob. Like, no, SpongeBob and Stan did not meet at camp. They met when they were adults. It's kind of why I gave the third movie line not, not a very good reception. It just con- it, it just contradicts everything, and I and I don't know Steven Hillenburg. Like, no, we are so sorry that this happened to your legacy, man. <laughs> What's uh, what would be the 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 best celeb interaction you could have in the next con that you go to? Ooh, the next one. Yeah. Ooh, well, I guess it depends. Uh, I might be a little worn out for com- comic cons this year. Okay. But if I still have some energy and the time, I might go to the one in Rhode Island and I would love to meet the cast of Cobra Kai. That's oh. like that is one of my go-to for your Netflix shows. Because of that, I, I got to I, I saw every thing. Before I never saw any of the Karate Kid movies. Only the Jaden Smith one. Okay. But thanks to Cobra but I knew the lore, you know, you know, with Ralph Macchio and William Zapka and everything. So because of that. I got to rewatch the the original movie because I guess they were free on Prime for a while, even the Hillary Swank one, which I actually still enjoyed. I know I, I don't know why I get a lot of hate. I guess because <laughs> it's still Pat Morita, you know, and everyone loves Pat Morita, right? So yeah, if I do end up going to Rhode Island, I want to meet like R- William Zapka, Martin Cove, maybe Cholo Mariduan. He's gonna be our an, our new Blue Blue Beetle in the, in the HBO Max movie coming out soon. Mm-hmm. So that'd be pretty yeah. cool. That'd be pretty awesome. But pretty pretty awesome. Anybody that you don't know is going to be at a con that you would love to see? Ooh, well, I know like maybe the bigger stars, it would be pretty cool. But I doubt we will ever see like Ben Affleck or maybe like Chris Evans. Well, I think Chris Evans and like Tom Hiddleston were at an Ace, I think it was called Ace Comic Con, but mm-hmm. they were like, what, 200 bucks for a, a picture with them? Like, no, thank you. They should be paying <laughs> me to go see them. <laughs> you already made like you already make like a hundred, millions of dollars pl- playing dress up. So, <laughs> but yeah, somebody no. will, okay, sorry, go, go ahead. 
uh, someone I would love to meet, he's actually my celebrity, like my favorite celebrities is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Nice. I love Hamilton. Have you seen the movie Vivo on Netflix? I have not. Oh, if you love animated musicals, you will love this one. It's heartwarming. It has amazing music. And it's just like, it's pure like Latin fun. But it's a, it's a really well done animated film. You will enjoy this. But okay. I doubt Lynn's going to go to any Comic Cons because he's busy <laughs> right now. He's got like, what, four projects this year. Vivo was just number two. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Encanto and Tic Tic Boom are coming soon. He's going to have a blast at the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, those Ace Comic Cons, they are a little bit, I think they're a little bit more on the pricey side, but they do get the bigger celebrities. Uh, I, I, if, I inter- if I remember, because I, I haven't gone to one, but they had one in Phoenix uh, before the pandemic. Uh, they don't do Q&As, I don't think. I think they just have a moderator go up there and talk to the those big stars, and then that's about it. Oh, wow, no Q&As? I don't think they do Q&As. Oh, man. Because when I was at Boston Comic Con, I went to Michael Rooker's panel. And you know how his Q&A was? I, I've been to one of his Q&As. They're pretty great. Yes. It was him wearing a tutu and a Hawaiian shirt and like a straw hat. He was running back and forth all over the audience answering questions with holding a mic. And I'm there like saying, like, do I want to ask a question? So then at the last minute, I'm like, ah, I got a question. But then it was time was up. Like, oh, man, I was going to be on the podcast. Sorry, Hans. <laughs> we could have had Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yeah, no, he, did, he didn't have a tutu and a, and a straw hat. But he did the same thing at the one that I went to. He, he ran around the room answering questions <laughs> and stuff, which is, is so uh, different than what you see in normal Q&A. So that's pretty awesome. Indeed. Uh, top five movie genres for you. Uh-oh. No, it's, it's not movies, but genres. Okay, so superhero. Okay. Action. Okay. Comedy. Okay. Drama. All right. And I'll just go with animated. Oh, okay. Very but cool. me, I, I'm a very easy to please kind of guy. So if it, if it sparks my interest, then I'll go check it out. Oh, okay. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, obviously not not horror and thriller in there, so. Uh, thriller, yes. Horror, no. <laughs> like, you won't catch me on a slasher movie, even though I told Hans, okay, how about this? I'll watch the Halloween, the second Halloween movie coming out this October, and you watch Scream 5, because I know where am I touching a Scream movie. Uh-uh, <laughs> that was the bane of my childhood. And I didn't even see it. I just saw it was a TV spot, like, oh, Ghostface, ew. So, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, Hans always making fun of me for that, but I know I know, how, I know his weakness, too. So, we just go back and forth. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, so, uh, if the, then the next question is going to be, what's the top five movies for you? Oh, my gosh. That's like the... That's like the worst question asked to a, a movie guy like myself. Mm-hmm. But here's okay. Let's see if I can come up with it. Um, so in in order, or can I just be like random? No, just just top five. It doesn't have to be in any order. Sure thing, sure thing. Schindler's List, The Dark Knight, Star Wars. Oh my gosh, something to think about. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a Joker because that that film blew me away. Okay. And what else? Oh, a good one, a good one. Uh, okay, I'm gonna just throw one in. Robocop. There we go. Robocop. Okay. Yeah, so just you have to throw it in. <laughs> four like very heavy, heavy 
films right there and then robocop which is great i i love it uh i feel like robocop is gonna fall into the next question i was gonna ask you your top five comfort films what's like the like because you're not gonna just throw in schindler's list one day when you're you know you want to relax so what's the what's the comfort film for you no if i want to cry that i will happily listen to liam Neeson going i could have got more that always gets me the first time i saw it on tv like oh my gosh are why do i feel like Oh my gosh, what's happening? That's powerful. Uh, comfort movies. Uh, I'm gonna I'm throw in Coco because I, I have a, a a tradition where I will watch that every day of the dead. Nice. That's also my my top my top, my 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 favorite Pixar movie as well. Okay. Any Star Wars movie because they're always for a rewatch. They're just so much fun. The Dark Knight trilogy. Any of those films? Um, ooh, what else? This. Is, there's a lot a comfort movie. Well, like I said, anything that I I find enjoyable, then I will definitely enjoy. So I'm gonna throw in uh The Incredibles. That's a fun one. That one and hmm, eh, something random. Um, how about any of the Indiana Jones movies? There nice. Okay. Even even Crystal Skull. Hey, why not? I saw a bootleg, so I still enjoyed it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, speaking of what's what's a movie that you followed you went and saw because you you like an actor in it but then you were like oh man this is just terrible oh my gosh where do i begin uh that i saw because i like an actor in it i or even a director you're like okay uh, you know what i like guy Ritchie films i'll go watch king arthur and legend of the sword Uh uh-oh i haven't seen that one (laughs) okay um, uh, uh, something to think about. I mean, uh, so I do admire George Lucas as a director for sure. Uh, although can I point out what was the worst idea he ever came with? What's that? Have you seen the animated Disney movie called strange magic? No, don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. So his whole thing was like, he was trying to make star Wars for girls. So he, he made a parody of Midsummer Night's dream. Okay. And it was like a jukebox musical where every song was about love. And it was like, oh my gosh. It was just plain annoying. Ah, no, no. George, what were you thinking? I, I think I, he's, he's like, you know, I'm more billions of dollars. Let me just do whatever I want. And he's like, okay, <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't work out. I'm done with movies then, which is good. But uh, a movie that I saw because of the, of the director. Uh, oh, I'll do this. So I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. I love almost all his movies except for one and that was his first one called following okay i saw that on, i saw it on dvd back during my when i was living in los angeles for a bit and i was like oh boy christopher chris nolan's first movie it should be awesome i was bored the, the entire time <laughs> i was like what am i even looking at okay a guy who follows people what's even going on i don't know so to me chris chris first film was, was, was memento i don't know what following is there you go you don't stay with that Um, i think we're okay with that oh yeah all right so as a podcaster movie reviewer uh what are you looking forward to for the rest of this year to finally watch no time to die yeah that's not gonna happen they're gonna push it back again no don't you (laughs) dare jinx it like that mitch i'm very sensitive about this i waited a whole year to watch the next james bond movie i i've been listening to billy i new song the entire year now 
it better come out in November. I want to watch more Bond. This is Daniel Craig's last outing, and I want to enjoy it. Fair, fair. Uh, is it, I take it you're a big Bond fan then? Oh, yeah. I've seen, like, almost every movie except for one, and that was Moonraker. Why have you not watched Moonraker yet? It's funny. I know, but, like, I guess, like, the opportunity to watch it, you know, like, most of the the James Bond films I've seen were rentals from my library, like, on VHS. Okay. Like, right. if you do a kill for your eyes only on that stuff, the rest are, like, DVDs that I that I owned or I, I randomly saw somewhere or on, t- on television. Like, I, I saw You Only Live Twice and on Her Majesty's Secret Service on television, like, recently. But Moonraker, I can't find it anywhere. So when I have the time and when I find it, then I'll watch Moonraker finally. All right, listeners, that's that's the, you, your new task is to find uh, Moonraker on DVD or streaming for Steven here. Yes, I can finally complete my collection. I cannot call myself a Bond fan and now watch Moonraker. Like, you haven't watched the cheesiest one? And I sat through uh, Octo and I can't see the, the other word. <laughs> the one so, with the circus he dressed as a clown there you go what uh <laughs> then going into the next bond film who would you like to see play bond Ooh, i know everyone's like idris elba uh-huh. but i think he's a little too old for i bond. think so too and a lot of like the honorable mention clue like tom hardy tom hiddleston henry cavill but do you know who i actually wouldn't mind seeing who's a little younger and i could actually pull off bond Who's that? Richard Madden. Okay. That would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan. I just started reading the second book. I haven't seen any of the TV show. But I hear he's really good as Rob Stark. And he's going to be doing an Eternals movie as well. So I can't wait for that movie. So we'll see how it goes. If he does go in the Eternals, then I'll say, like, yep, he should be our Bond. There you go. All right. Yeah, yeah. Check out that, was it Bodyguard? Oh, that Netflix, Netflix show? Yeah. I do want to check that one out as, as well, yes. Yeah, you should check that out too. That's really That's good. That's kind of why it made me think like he should be Bond because like watch him in the suit all clean shaven, like he could pull it off and he's British too. Yep, there you Just go. Just watch him in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the movie you're not looking forward to this year, to uh, the rest of this year to have to talk about? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> there was one, but thank goodness it got pushed back, even though now because that Han's going to make me watch it and that was... The new Jackass movie coming out soon. Yep. yep. I, I think it just looks so stupid and like a horrible and practical Joker's type movie. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it, but Holland's making me watch it. And now it's pushed back to February next year. So he's like, I have no choice now. I got to watch Jackass forever. <laughs> I can't, I run out of excuses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure you know what? It might, it might get pushed to uh, streaming so you don't have to go to the theater to watch it. Yay, but if it's Prime, he's going to force me to watch. He's like, Steven, I know you don't have Prime, but I do. Get on Skype right now. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> uh, how do you, I mean, now, do you guys, how do you decide, like, you're going to watch a streaming movie or movie in the theater? Like, do you just watch everything? Well, it depends on the weekend and, like, how big the movie is. Like, if it's a Marvel movie, like a superhero movie, okay, we dedicate we dedicate the episode to just the movie. No news, no trailers, just discussing the movie. If it's, like, any other films, like, okay, what's new and fresh for the weekend? Like, I think last time we did, like, three movies, and that was, like, the Protégé and Reminiscence and a different movie. I forgot the name of it. Oh, it was Beckett, the one with Darren David Washington. It's kind of, like, whatever's, like, recent, we will discuss. 
or whatever's like the hype, then we will discuss it. Would you? I mean, would you? Would you think of reminiscence? Like I, I, I thought it was kind of too slow. Just one word, Mitch. <laughs> I was like, is something gonna happen? This looks like a Christopher Nolan knockoff. I know it was by his brother, but like, come on, you could have done a little better than this. Uh, there you go. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> so, uh, if you had one useless superpower and it has to be completely useless, what would that be? To understand women. <laughs> I can't. I that's actually that's, 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 that's very useful. I actually could use some of that right now. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm a big coffee drinker, so maybe like the ability to shoot coffee out of my fingers, maybe like I don't know. <laughs> it's like I don't want to go to Starbucks or Dunkin' every day. It's like eh, I want a cup of coffee. There we go. But I mean, but then now you you don't have to wait in line and stuff like that's kind of useful. I mean, maybe I know, right? maybe it's like uh, coffee out of your finger, but like you only get like half a cup, so it's like, eh. Now I I got to do something it's, for the other half. Maybe like every generous like every like twelve hours, I got to wait like I got to wait for the next day to have my caffeine intake. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and then like say I wanted to find myself like coffee in your face, and they get hey. burned and scarred. <laughs> <laughs> but then I just wasted my coffee and say, "Oh no, my coffee!" I wasted on, on the face of a guy trying to mug me. Great, now you owe me a cup of coffee. I take him to Starbucks. Like, okay, you can rob me later. Buy me, buy me a grande, uh, two creams, one sugar. <laughs> uh, uh, last question: What's some advice you would give to other people that would want, that want to start up a podcast? Ah, uh, simple. So basically, like. Um, no idea is a bad idea. That's what that's my that's my advice for if someone wants to make movies. Like with podcasting, you can talk about anything you want. Talk about like your favorite like TV franchise. Talk about something ridiculous you saw like on the street. It could be anything. There's a podcast for I think there's a podcast for literally everything. There could be a podcast about a guy who's like looks at birds outside his window or he like snoops at people. It could be anything pretty much. Uh, today's episode, my neighbor's doing something. Oh my god, it's a body. <laughs> Anything goes to podcasting. So That's right. You're, you're you have an idea. Right. Yeah, you have an idea. Just go for it. Do whatever it takes. Because no idea is a bad idea when it comes to podcasting. Very cool. All right, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks uh, for having where me. Where can people uh, find you outside of your podcast? And also give like where can people find the podcast? Oh yeah, sure. So you can catch me on social media at Sir at uh, Synagogue Steven on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. That's at Synagogue Steven. Also, my YouTube is at Director Man Prod, where I post my Synagogue reviews. It's just me talking about like a recent movie I saw. I gotta start working on my Candyman review, which was way overdue because I was mostly fo- I was busy editing a podcast episode last week. So I'm gonna work on that. And as for the show, we are at CernPOV.com. It's the Real Recur vs. guy. You also find our various social medias on that page as well. All right. Uh, if you want to talk to me, I am at Mitchipedia GEM. GEM stands for Geekly Media. The rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, GeeklyMedia.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash geeklymedia for exclusive material that you can only get if you're one of our patrons. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Hey Mitch on the Geekly Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. 
This concludes our broadcast.